0: Section 54 of Frontier Humor in Verse, Prose, and Picture. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dana Olson. Frontier Humor in Verse, Prose, and Picture by Palmer Cox. David Goyle, The Millerman Tis a strange cap, t'will give and take... And fit many heads. Old volume. Oh, will you hear with patient ear the story I'll relate about man's infidelity and learn his losses great? There lived a little miller once who owned a tiny mill. While there was water in his pond, the stones were never still. For not a man the country round, from Inyo to the bay, was closer to his business found than David Goyle. They say Let people pass at eve or noon or at the break of day, they'd see the dusty miller there, and hear the hoppers play, and when the narrow stream run dry the miller was at fault, the rack attack at mill reposed as silent as a vault. The little vicious artisan had spun his silken snare across the dusty flower chute and silent gearing there, while in the elevator's cup was heard the mouse's squeak and village children in the flume. Dry-shod played hide-and-seek. Said David to his wife one day, I think while water's low, I'll take a business trip to town, just for a week or so. I have not ground a speck of grain, tis now eight days or more, but sat and picked and picked the stones and dressed their surface o'er. Then turned his loving wife with much concern, said she, "'I hope while you are stopping there "'that you will careful be "'and shun those dark and narrow streets "'where rogues do congregate "'and look from out their low retreats "'as spiders watch and wait. "'Have not the city papers teemed with incidents "'wherein some people proved not what they seemed "'and took the stranger in? "'Then trust not smiles or cunning wiles. "'Be careful where you tread. "'The very ground beneath your feet "'with pitfalls may be spread There's not a trick, a trap, or plot, or scheme of any sort, from playing fine to drugging wine to which they'll not resort. Then leaned this little miller man away back in his chair and laughed until his anxious wife thought he would strangle there. Said he, You much amuse me, wife. Have you forgot, my dear, that I have traveled in my life and came from Jersey here? Or can you for a moment think your husband's mind is crude, or deem that I the cup would drink by temperance men tabooed. Those who can get the start of me in country or in town by Jove must early risers be, and you can put that down. For he was vain, this miller man, who thought his mind so vast. But look with me, and we will see how he comes out at last. In course of time he reached the town, to stop a week or more and in a large hotel was lodged upon the second floor. If you should doubt my word on this, step over to the Grand. You'll find his name recorded there, and in a scrawling hand. It chanced, but hold, ear more I say, or sentence more you read. Are you prepared with me to stray wherever he may lead? You are, all right then, on's the word. Again, my pen I hold, but blame me not if I should jot down facts he'd wish untold. It chanced while Dave was strolling down a certain crowded street. Its name at present slips my mind or you'd have all complete. He met a stranger in the way who brought him to a stand. He smiled upon him as in joy and reached a friendly hand. He hailed the stranger. No, I think the stranger him addressed. I would not do the fellow wrong. He's bad enough at best. The stranger spoke him very free. He came from Jersey, too. "'for he was sharp as one can be. "'He thought his folks he knew. "'There was a Goyle. "'Yes, yes, I'm sure. "'How strange that we should meet. "'I've passed his house a thousand times "'and met him on the street. "'The miller scarce could credit this, "'but frank he seemed unfair. "'So he resolved to step inside "'and talk the matter there. "'There is a drug "'that bunco men do mingle with the wine.' They give to country folks like Dave for what I can't divine. Perhaps those thoughtful rascals deem the noisiness of town might not allow refreshing sleep to wear their eyelids down. But whether this the cause or not, enough for you and me to know the wine that David got was not from mixtures free. Oh, for a club to brain the knave who could not see the snare. Oh, for a spade to dig his grave and dump him headlong there. The night has passed away at last. Now hand in hand we'll scout. Now here, now there, with greatest care, to search that miller out. Thus side and side we first will glide, or letter, word, and line, until we stand that house beside where Dave was drinking wine. Oh, sight so painful to the eyes, it dims them like a fog. Within the house the miller lies as still as any log. And not until the sun was high, the bells and towers spoke. From out that deep lethargic sleep, he wonderingly awoke. He gazed upon the papered wall, the ceiling overhead. But strange was paper, pictures, all, the footboard of the bed. Swift as the lightning's flash destroys the spider's flimsy toil, suspicion traveled through the head of the awakening Goyle. As starts the lodger from repose When flames burst in the door, So suddenly that miller rose And bounced upon the floor. One stride sufficed to reach the chair On which his robes were cast, But seemed it to that man an age until he grasped them fast. No nimbler does the maiden's hand Play o'er the keys of sound, Than did that miller's fingers glide In searching pockets round. In vain he felt from tail to top the thief had gone before and harvested a golden crop while he did dream and snore. Gone was his purse, and all within, a ring he valued more. Gone watch and chain the diamond pin that on his scarf he wore his little wife with miser care, and warning words, no doubt, with her own hands affixed it there the morning he set out enraged that Miller waltzed around and like his hopper shook, and swore by all the grists he ground and all the tolls he took, that since the days when he was schooled in games of pitch and toss he never was so deeply fooled or so betrayed to loss. Ten times at least that pallid man strove to insinuate his nervous limbs into his pants, but failed to guide them straight. First hop, hop, hop to the left he went, now hop, hop, hop to the right, then hop, hop backwards till he rent his pants asunder quite. Now, partly in and partly out, he polked here and there, now chassis up, now chassis back, then balanced o'er the chair. At last his toilet was complete, the yawning rent was pinned, and out into the narrow street he bolted like the wind he traveled towards the city hall and vowed at every bound that justice he would seek and have if justice could be found the milkmen stopped their reckless drive or dropped the cup and can and leaned to catch a glimpse of dave as down the street he ran old women early out to mass When Dave went racking by, would jump aside to let him pass, then to each other cry, The saints protect us, see him go upon his wild career, a crazy creature well I know from some asylum near. Suffice it here to be explained before I close the tale. The justice David Goyle obtained was not of much avail. Go net the sea to catch the whale that did on Jonah dine. Go rake the land to find the stone that slew the Philistine." But seek not her whose hoodwinked eyes, proclaim her dealings just. Well hangs her balance in the skies, for here on earth they'd rust. The rumbling stones are grinding now, the waters rushing down. But do not bet that Miller yet forgets his trip to town, for every waking hour he knows throughout the twenty-four, his scowling face and muttering shows he counts his losses o'er. There's not a time he laves his hands But what that ring is missed. It's gold he gathered from the sands. A gift, to the amethyst. And oh, the query gives him pain. What is the time of day? For to the missing watch and chain the miller's mind will stray. And now no more upon his breast the brilliant diamond shines. Its lustre falls in other halls Where flow the noxious wines. End of section fifty four.